Welcome to Contracting Conversations. My name is Jim Valley, and I'm joined by my co-host, Scott Williams. Today, we're talking with Ken Karkoff, DAU's Learning Director for Small Business about CON0090, Strategies for Contracting with Service-Disabled, Veteran-Owned Small Businesses. Hey, Ken, welcome back. Thanks again for joining us today. Thank you very much for giving me an opportunity to talk about yet another course. Uh, it's not deployed yet, going to be soon. Real excited as well. Thank you. That's great. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what this course is all about. So tell us, tell the audience, what is this course supposed to accomplish? Well, this is an online training course. Uh, the course is scheduled to deploy likely by the uh, end of March uh, 2023, but uh, hopefully a little earlier than that. It will replace the legacy course, CLC009, Service Disabled Veteran-Owned Small Business Program, which will be retired. Although this course covers a small business topic, it is not a part of the small business professional credential. So this is separate from a small business credential course or the credential we've been talking about uh, in all of my podcasts so far. This is an online course, likely going to take about two hours, probably less, probably an hour or two. Uh, and it's designed to guide you through the principal regulations and executive orders that are fundamental to contracting with service-disabled veteran-owned small businesses, also referred to as SDVOSBs. The course will help create an educated and knowledgeable acquisition workforce, so that's a key element, one that can identify small business concerns that are owned and controlled by service-disabled veterans. In the process, you'll become familiar with acquisition strategies that can be used to help you make contracting decisions to award prime contracts to service-disabled veteran-owned small businesses or lead to increased subcontracting opportunities. And I'll talk more later why that's important. An SDVOSB is a subset of a veteran-owned business. You must first be a veteran-owned small business before being certified by the SBA. And that's new. As of 1 January, the certification moved from self-certification to certification by the SBA to be certified as a service-disabled veteran-owned small business. It's important for the audience to understand what a service-disabled veteran is. It's a person who served in the active military, naval, or air service or space force and who was discharged or released under honorable conditions and whose disability was incurred or aggravated in a line of duty in the active military service. But it doesn't have to be combat. Just something happened during your time that you were serving in active. And then a service-disabled veteran-owned small business is a small business concern that is at least 51% owned and controlled, and those are important, owned and controlled, by a service-disabled veteran or service-disabled veterans. So it's important to understand qualifies someone to be a service-disabled veteran and then be an owner of an SDVOSB. The course is going to teach you to do several things. First of all, it will help you identify strategies for contracting with SDVOSBs, and there are several strategies. It helps you to learn how to identify opportunities for SDVOSBs, and that's principally through market research. Identifying strategies to successfully award SDVOSB contracts, and again, there's several strategies. Uh, recognize tools, tips, and resources for finding the qualified SDVOSBs, again, market research themed. Uh, it will describe teaming arrangements and joint ventures. So there's more than one way that businesses can come together and provide a product or a service to DOD. And then it will certainly explain subcontracting opportunities and how to maximize, because not every opportunity is going to be at a prime level. So some of these are going to be for subcontracting. All right. Sounds good. 
Yeah, great, Ken. Can you tell us a little bit about the type of students, uh, the expected target audience for the course? This course is designed for acquisition professionals that want to learn more about the SDVOSB program and the applicable contracting strategies. Uh, it's also available to industry. It's an online course. Industry can take this. So if you're an SDVOSB and you're new to doing business with the government or you want to grow your business with the government, this would be a course that you would probably want to take as well. And again, it is not part of the small business credential. There's no connection to this course. So the audience is outside of small business professionals. All right, Ken. So how do you uh, set this up, this course up, to allow easy transfer of this learning to their workplace? That's a great question. And every time we talk, we always want to make sure that we're transferring learning and teaching how to do that. So before I provide the answer, I just want to give some highlight, some facts that are important about veterans and veteran-owned businesses. Almost 10% of the businesses in the United States are veteran-owned. So a good portion are veteran-owned businesses. Veteran-owned businesses, uh, recently, this is recent census data, an estimated roughly $930 billion in receipts, 3.6 million employees, and roughly $177 billion in annual payroll. So there's a lot of work that's going on with veteran and uh, veteran-owned businesses. Uh, women-owned businesses had $1.9 trillion in receipts and 10.9 million employees and $432 billion in annual payroll. So it just gives you an idea of the magnitude of the service-disabled or veteran-owned businesses compared to another category, the women-owned businesses. Uh, most importantly, veterans are 45% more likely than non-veterans to start a business, and they tend to be more successful as entrepreneurs with their businesses. So veterans are more inclined to start businesses, and they have a track record of being successful in their businesses much more than other demographic groups. Now, let's answer the question now, yes. What's the transfer of learning? Well, first of all, uh, the federal government has an annual statutory goal, so this is law, of 3% of prime contracts and 3% of subcontract awards must go to service-disabled veteran-owned small businesses. In FY21, which is the last year of record for the data that the government collects, the last year of record, uh, DOD achieved 3.03%. So just barely got over the 3% hurdle for prime contract awards to service-disabled veteran-owned small businesses. And as subcontractors, they awarded 2.4%. So didn't make the goal of 3%. So obviously at the prime level and for sure at the subcontracting level, there's room for improvement. So number one is certainly improving on the performance against the DOD goal. Secondly, this is important because SDVOSBs, they're one of the four socioeconomic categories that have sole source or set-aside authority that can be used for procurement. So certainly there's application to identifying those sole source or set-aside opportunities using the SDVOSB program. Thirdly, the program must be a consideration during acquisition planning. So when you do your market research, you're doing market analysis, you're doing acquisition planning, you're looking at what are the potential strategies. One of those potential strategies could be a SDVOSB, sole source or set aside. So you've got to consider this as part of your acquisition planning. And lastly, back in 2020, the Department of Defense Inspector General, they put out a report and it said that the uh, SDVOSB award uh, determined that DOD contracting activities uh, awarded SDVOSB contracts to ineligible contractors, which is not good, 
and did not implement procedures to ensure compliance with SDVOSB subcontracting requirements after award. So there were two areas, ineligible companies being given awards and not making sure that they met the subcontracting goals or compliance with the plan post-award. This class will help you learn how to do and be responsive. So ultimately, all four of these areas is where learning can be transferred and direct application to the workplace. Right. So that's very interesting that the challenge is in the subcontracting area, which we don't have as much control over with the contractors. And that's why, you know, knowing how their subcontracting pro plan is uh, working and how they handle that is very important. So that, that's very interesting. It's the first time I've heard that. Well, thank you. That is a good point. It's 100% correct that the direct relationship, privity of contract is with the prime. So if the prime is a other than a small business that has subcontracting, DOD is not going to direct what subcontractors that prime is going to use. But they do submit a subcontracting plan, which must be negotiated and approved with the contracting officer or by the contracting officer in order for that company to be eligible for award. So they must be compliant with that plan. So DOD has oversight responsibility during the life of that contract to make sure that that company is complying with their subcontracting plan that's been incorporated, made, it, made a material part of the contract, and also reporting against using the ESRS, Electronic Subcontracting Reporting System. So, so there's a lot of work that needs to be done, either in the planning, awarding, and certainly post-award. So good points. Thank you very much for highlighting that. Yeah, no problem. So let's talk about how the students are assessed in this course. Well, assessment is key. This is an online course, so this assessment is a standard process. Uh, the students get three attempts to pass an online exam with a minimum score of 80%. That's 80% on that exam, that instant exam, not an aggregate over the attempts. You must make 80% on an exam attempt. If 80% is not achieved after the first attempt, you'll get a second attempt. You'll get separate questions because it pulls from a database, similar in scope and complexity. Uh, if you don't make it on a third attempt uh, at 80%, you can re-enroll in the class and then, again, have three more opportunities to meet the 80%. Also, DAU has a test-through policy now, which is uh, recently employed. Uh, a student can go right to the exam, test through, take the exam. If they achieve 80% on the exam, then they get full credit for the course. They don't have to go back and do the learning uh, through the slides and the, and the scenarios and things like that that might be in a course. So that is another option. But ultimately, whether you take the course and then do the final exam or you test through, you need to achieve 80% on exam to be successful and to graduate. And we always ask that once you successfully complete the exam and you're, you're celebrating, please fill out the uh, critique because it always helps us to get feedback from the students uh, once they complete that course. All right. Thanks, Ken. And I really appreciate what you're doing with the small businesses, uh, veteran-owned as a veteran myself. So I know how important that is. So thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. I'm also a veteran myself and a service-disabled veteran-owned small business. So I have to say that, you know, I really enjoy what I do with teaching and, and uh, developing the courses. But this one was a little more special being a, a service-disabled veteran myself. So thank you very much. Thank you for your service. All right, Ken, as you mentioned earlier, this particular course, CON0090, is not part of the small business professional credential. But can you talk a little bit about the benefits of, of having this particular course? Yeah, the course is that because it's not tied to a credential, it gives a little more flexibility on a student that elects to take the course. So it's key that it is not in a credential. The target audience, as I mentioned earlier, is really 
uh, non-small business professionals, so other acquisition professionals and industry. So this gives options to those demographics to help come up with a, a tailored, a specialized training program. So maybe you're getting ready to have a procurement and you want to learn a little bit more about what are some of the procurement opportunities or options out there. This may be a good time to take the class. Uh, maybe you're new to the government and you didn't know that there's a small business program and you certainly probably didn't know that there's an SDVOSB program. Great opportunity to take the class and learn. Maybe you're an SDVOSB and you've never done work with DOD or federal government or you've done a little bit of work, but you want to grow your business within DOD. Great opportunity to take this class and learn more. So there's lots of utility for this class as it's earmarked for other than small business professionals. Great. Thanks, Ken. Really appreciate it. And getting together with three veterans talking about CON 0090. So really appreciate you coming back to the podcast and being with us today, Ken. You're welcome. And a shout out to Jim for being a veteran as well. Thanks for your service. Always appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Ken. You bet. Folks, that's all the time we have for today. But please, if you haven't already, subscribe to our Contracting Conversations channel. Type any comments below to include your questions for future discussions. And spread the word of this channel to your peers and to those you supervise or lead. Let us help you answer their questions. And we look forward to having future Contracting Conversations with you. 